Joining me today on Moving Radio is a returning guest. Uh, you know what? I dare I say an Edmonton cinematic. I don't want to say legend because that makes it sound like it's been a long time. But I want to say a uh, pillar, a pillar of the Edmonton cinematic community. It's the founder, president, and curator of the Broadview International Film Festival that we're going to be talking about. But more specifically, our guest today is Geraldine Carl. Geraldine, welcome back to Moving Radio. Hello, Christian. It's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, I'm I'm excited that uh, you know you guys reached out to me. Look, I'm not always smart. I'm glad when people tell me what's going on because I try to be as in tune as possible. But I was excited when I saw in the Metro Guide too that uh, from Friday, November 11th uh, to Saturday, November 12th, you were going to be firing up the Broadview International Film Festival again. For anybody that didn't get a chance to see it in 2021 when you first established it, maybe let's give them kind of like a, a little bit of a primer of what exactly it is, or, you know, what your mandate is or what the purpose of it is. We actually established Broadview International Film Fest in December 2021. So this is our inaugural festival in November 2022. Our goal is to promote female directors. We are also committed to providing professional development and dedicated to women in leadership. For the festival, we're starting this year on November 11th, Remembrance Day. And we decided that it would be great to focus on female directors that have created films about women and along the theme of war. We have a, a wonderful, varied presentation of screenings over the two days. On the Friday, we focus on uh, women in war. For two days worth of cinema, like there's actually quite a bit that you have here. And that's what's kind of exciting for me is that you've got six different uh, screenings of different like pieces, some of them very fiercely local, uh, some of them new, uh, some of them uh, older uh, films that are done either from Alberta filmmakers or here in Alberta. Uh, I know it's tough to talk about everything because <laughs> you're like to cover everything is a lot. Right. But maybe kind of take us through and give people a little bit of a taste of what they can expect to see on uh, Friday, November 11th and 12th, the Saturday, the 12th at the Metro Cinema. Well, I think I'll start with the fact that um, we are screening two two films by women who, as a filmmaker myself, um, we stand on their shoulders, and that's Ann Wheeler and Elanise Obamsawin, who have created incredible films. Ann Wheeler, her first feature is called A War Story. She made it four years ago, and, and we're filming that. That's our opening night film. Elanise Obamsawin, her first film, uh, Christmas at Moose Factory, which is a stunningly beautiful film. Uh, she went to a school in Northern Ontario um, and uh, recorded interviews with young children and it features their visual, their artwork. I, I've wanted to create a women's film festival in Edmonton for a number of years now. And prior to COVID, I did a sort of test drive under the umbrella of Metro Cinema. I programmed The Female Gaze, which we programmed around International Women's Day, and we screened seven, we screened feature films over seven to eight days, and there was audience. The Female Gaze for me is really important because 
it gives opportunity for female directors to flex their voice cinematically. And, and that is another aspect of the festival that's really important to me is that this is cinema. This is the big screen, people coming together, sitting in the dark and watching something that perhaps they've never seen before or something that was made 40 years ago and has still important messages and story to tell. For me, the female gaze is important. I liken it, it to if your grandparents go on a trip and they come back and it's a phenomenal trip and they both experienced it together and your grandfather tells this one story that the grandmother was there as well and she tells the story. Both stories are important. Both have their distinct sort of nuance and, and that's what we're creating with the Broadview International Film Fest. I was in Turkey with one of my films in 2015. I was at the Flying Broom International Film Festival. And I saw these feature films that were made by women. And in one particular program, there were feature films made by women in the surrounding countries of Turkey countries that don't support women in the first place, let alone have government funds or any type of funding to support their work. They found their way to create a feature film and tell their story. And that really inspired me. And, and I wanted to bring the, many of those films back. And one of the uh, films that we will, one of the screening packages, and one of the screening packages that we will be um, sharing with Edmonton audiences is a project called On Traveling Matters of Heart and Peripheries. And it's an animation package by an Austrian women's animation organization called Tricky Women, Tricky Realities. And when I saw the program, not the same program, but when I saw the program in Turkey, I was like, wow, I want to share this with Edmonton audiences. So that gives you a, a, a little bit of a, a flavor of what we're, what we're screening. Although I do want to say our closing night film, and all the films are brilliant, our closing night film is called Carmen. It's a Canada Malta co-production directed by Canadian Toronto Canadian filmmaker Valerie Buhage, who is also uh, an actress. We would know her from Highway 61 and so forth. She filmed her beautiful feature, which is cinema at its finest in Malta. And Malta has just submitted it to the Academy Awards for Best Foreign Film from Malta. Carmen. You are good, dear Carmen, and you will live eternally in bliss. When will that happen? When you die, of course. I have been my brother's housekeeper from when I was 16. If I cannot stay at the rectory, where will I go? God does not abandon his children. Dear blessed Jesus, help me. Yeah, I mean, this is the impressive thing about what you're doing here is that the lens isn't necessarily just focused on, because I, I think you could easily fill two days um, with filmmakers from Alberta, even Alberta-based female filmmakers, but I love the fact that you've uh, taken the international in the title uh, very seriously and showed us some of that stuff from around the world. It kind of reminds me 
a little bit of, I don't know if you ever saw that series on TCM where they started talking about like kind of that history and like international look at uh, female directors around the world. And just, uh, it kind of exposed me to so much stuff I would not seen from Europe or from the Middle East uh, and just crazy amounts of stuff where I'm like, I had no idea this is going on for the last, you know, 40 years because we just don't get an opportunity to see it. So I, I guess it has, it does twofold for you, right? It exposes people here to cinema that they would have never been able to see. And it also creates a little bit more heightened awareness of the kind of different kinds of work that women are doing, right? Because um, somebody might get confused about it and think like, oh, this is clearly a feminist film festival. And I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad word either. But I don't know that that's really what you want to feel like the festival is, that it's all exclusively, you know, detailed, deep stories about women. It's important female characters. It's not necessarily having some sort of specific agenda like that, right? The films uh, are not films just about women. The films are created, directed by women. And I, it was important for me that we focused on, fee, you know, films that are directed by women because by women directors because they're behind the camera they're looking through the frame they're making the aesthetic choices for for the final product in i know that of course in documentary it 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 can be different but we really wanted to focus on female vision the vision led by women and we have this amazing film by Mania Akbari who uh, Mania Akbari and Douglas White it's called a moon for my my father Mania is a beautiful Iranian filmmaker living in exile in London she is not only a filmmaker she is she's been an actress she was in Kiristami's uh, feature 10 um, she is a visual artist she is an activist her films are poetic and at the same time um, challenging, not as a viewer necessarily, but challenging us. There's a real raw nerve that she has in her voice that is so compelling and her visual storytelling just propels us and takes us with her on her ride. It's She's an amazing filmmaker, and and uh, the second time I've I've selected one of her films for for Edmonton audiences. We're speaking today with Geraldine Carr on Moving Radio, the founder, president, and curator of the Broadview International Film Festival. Um, you can check out the films that Geraldine's been talking about at the Metro Cinema to Saturday, November 12th. If you want to find out more information, you can go to broadviewfilmfest.com. Or of course, you can always check out metrocinema.org where they have a full listing. And that's also where you can purchase tickets as well uh, for either single screenings or, uh, or, you know, just pick up tickets for the entire thing for two days and hunker down at the Metro. Geraldine, I think, you know, something that you're alluding to before too that I think is great is that it's going to be tonally and stylistically diverse. Like you're not just going to be seeing the same kind of films uh, that you might expect to see that even though it's only over a two day festival, um, you're spanning 40 years of filmmaking from War Story um, by uh, Ann Wheeler, all, all the way to something that you just talked about before where you've got like Carmen this year's uh, potential nominee for a uh, best international feature. 
So talk to us a little bit about why the diversity in, in types of films are important for you, even when it's only, you know, over the course of a couple of days. I think that's an excellent question. We are a city of over a million people now. We have a very diverse culture here. When I did the sort of trial run, when I did um, the female gaze at Metro Cinema around International Women's Day, I, I witnessed that we had audience. There were audiences for every show. We showed um, the Lebanese film that was submitted to the Oscars that year for, for Best Foreign Film. And while I was sitting in the lobby before the show began, I noticed this sort of line of women all in hijabs, one by one sort of filtered into the lobby. And they, one sat down next to me and I turned and smiled and said hello and and to the others that sort of joined us. And I observed that there was this woman handing tickets out. And long story short, I found out that it was an organization that welcomed uh, new immigrants to Edmonton, specifically for women. And these women, a lot of them had never been to the cinema before. And I sat in the in the audience and watched the show with, you know, of course, a, a full, really full audience of uh, many Lebanese people and inter, you know, people from many cultures, and it was it it was just so exciting. They could relate to people on the screen. The stories visually, they could relate to them, and similarly, that's why it's important to have a women's film festival, so that our young girls who come to the cinema are seeing films of people who are heroes, heroines, right? That are great role models. They're not just seeing films about, that have characters that are women who are, you know, the girl playing the girlfriend or, you know, they're rich, well-rounded women. So. I think it's important and I think there's an audience. Edmonton's ready for this. I mean, maybe for yourself, you're at this point now where you're able to start a festival like this. And I'm I'm sure you could have done this years ago too. But I, I feel like the industry still hasn't completely caught up. But you know, I'm an outsider. I'm just the guy who asks questions, right? For yourself, do you feel like there has been progress and isn't enough because some people might think that oh well the playing field is much more even now and everything's okay and sometimes I talk to people who don't feel that way how do you feel looking back on you know maybe a decade or so from from now maybe even in 2000 have things changed for yourself from what you see and what you've been able to experience for female directors from going to festivals around the world and meeting them that's a great question I believe that there has been some movement, of course. We know that organizations like the CBC and the NFB um, have made, have implemented policies where there are more opportunities for women behind the camera or as producers. I think women have been leading, women have had a place as producers for decades. What I'm grateful about for being an Edmontonian is that I began as a filmmaker here. I come from a rich heritage of 
classical music. Uh, my family moved around a bit. We ended up in Niagara on the Lake. So theater was a really huge, a huge, had huge impact for me. Performance has always been at the forefront of what has driven me. I, that being said, it was in Edmonton that I got a start as an actor in a city of champions, Joe Vismeg's feature film from many years ago, but I always worked in production. And so when I came to be a filmmaker in my early forties, Edmonton has always supported me from funding to finding crew to building community. And I haven't stepped out back into the industry. I used to work in the industry. I, I was a casting director, which was fantastic, but I needed to tell my own story. So that's what led me to go to film school in my forties and learn to make films, learn the technical stuff. I've been fortunate, I've been funded. I think there's still room for more growth. You use the word, is it an even playing field? Even, I don't, I don't think so. More opportunities have been created, but we have more work to do. Uh, I'm just an outsider too, and I, uh, I would agree with that. <laughs> from from what I've called from several different interviews, even from one earlier this week, uh, Geraldine Carr is our guest today on Moving Radio. We're talking about the Broadview International Film Festival. It's going to be happening on Friday, November 11th, and Saturday, November 12th. Uh, here's a beautiful thing. On Friday, November 11th, you can see two films, if you like, uh, A War Story at 6.30, and possibly, if you want to check out A Moon for My Father at 8.30 p.m., and then on the Saturday, it's films pretty much throughout the day, 1 o'clock, uh, then you've got a couple of afternoon ones at 2.30 and 5, and then finally you have Carmen at 8 p.m. in the evening. Uh, I know I mentioned the two different places where people can learn more about this at metrocinema.org, where you can take a look and also buy tickets for the festival, but also if you go to Broad viewfilmfest.com uh, you can check out things there too is there any other way you want people to be able to try to connect or maybe find out more about the films uh, you can of course google them and and search them out definitely check out metro's website check out our website broadviewfilmfest.com i do want to mention one more mm -hmm. one more thing yeah. we have this wonderful film coming five o'clock on Saturday. It's called With Wonder and we'll have a number of special guests. Very possibly the director will be flying in. Um, we'll have a Q&A. It will be a really exciting event. This time it's uh, the first ever LGBT walk. And that is going to require some sacrifice. Jamaica is not really ready yet i i told them that maybe this is the way that god made me praying that god will annul your marriage my mom is so desperate she was just like get on your knees and repent serena get on your knees and repent you don't understand why somebody unless they're white would be lgbt so i made a stand i didn't expect you to ask me that question and I don't really cry, you know, unless I've broken a nail or something. All my queer people make some noise. Please, turn me into a real boy. I have to get this off my chest. <laughs> we make all these vows to come to God, to love each other, 
love that moment where I felt I was able to connect with God. How could it be Christ-like that you be suicidal because of something that you have no control over? I still had faith, but just not faith in church. And when I let go of wanting to be different, I came to know myself, which made me a, a person of faith in a way that I would have never have suspected. And this was the beginning of my journey to reconcile my faith and my sexuality. And the film is beautiful. It, it, it poses the question, can one be Christian and queer? And so I think that film may very well appeal to a very large audience and it'll be a very exciting event. Fantastic. That's uh, Sharon Lewis, potentially, that'll be at the theater with Wonder, uh, hopefully on Saturday, November 12th at the five o'clock screening. Uh, look, there's so much here. I suggest people go to metrocinema.org. It's got great links to trailers if there are some for most of the films. And like I said, you can buy them. But also, even if you just check out the uh, if your website, uh, that's also a great way to explore about the films and maybe uh, find out a little bit more. Geraldine, always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I'm glad that we get to keep doing this. I, you know what? I wish it happened even more often. So maybe I just need to bug you more. I don't know. <laughs> Christian, I've got to, to say, stalk you more on social media or something. You are a pillar in this society, in this city as well. And I thank you because you know you're just so great at what you do, and you make us filmmakers feel accepted and seen. So I thank you very much for that. Well, you're very kind. Uh, it's unfortunate that that comment's not going to make the the final cut, Geraldine. Uh, we don't. We don't tolerate compliments to uh, to the host, that's for sure. But uh, I appreciate that greatly, Geraldine. That's that's very very sweet. Oh come on, come on. I know. Well, okay. It just it means a lot coming from you. How does that sound? That was I really appreciate it. That's very yeah, sweet. Yeah. Well, I I mean that actually. I I speak from the heart. That's uh, very kind. It's very kind. Well, you know, Phil laid down some good groundwork for me, so uh i I've, at least i'm not uh, sullied by anyone else's reputation here i'm just trying to maintain geraldine thank you so much uh everyone check out the broadview film festival it's going to be happening at the metro cinema that's right uh it's the holiday of friday november 11th and also the full day saturday november 12th you can see screenings all day long like we said there could be potential guests i got as beth wishart mckenzie going to be in the house too she will indeed. All right, she will cool. indeed, and we'll have a Q&A with her in the subject of her film, Lana it. Whiskey Jack. I love it. And you know what's also great, too, is that I find, like, go there and just talking to people in the audience. Like you said, that beautiful story that you shared about your film last year, um, things like that are going to happen. And that's the wonder of cinema and sharing it together in a theater, especially the majestic Metro Cinema on 109th Street. Geraldine, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you, Christian. All the best.